Welcome to Life Without Secrets. Do you often find yourself comparing your life to your friends on social media? You see the glamour, the success, the perfect family, the perfect kids, the awesome vacations. But what's really behind the highlight reel? In Life Without Secrets, we are going to dive deep and reveal the secrets, struggles, and strategies people have used in real life to get to who they are now and who they are becoming. Because the truth is, nobody is perfect, and you are never alone in what you're going through. So don't forget to subscribe to the show, because it's time to connect on a deeper level and grow together. Today, I have a special treat for everyone. We have Noelle Agape on the show today. She's a health and wellness counselor, neuro-linguistic program master trainer, and quantum energy trainer. If you're unsure what this means, that's okay. Noelle is here to teach us what it is and how it can help us break through our limits and our traumas and create a mind-body connection. Noelle, thank you so much for being here. You're such an incredible human being, and you have so much knowledge to share. So thanks for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me on. I just adore you. And I'm actually really proud of you for starting this podcast. So thank you for bringing your voice out to the world. It's so beautiful. Yeah, I am super excited. And I'm so excited you agreed to come on here and share all of your knowledge. Will you start by telling our audience what quantum energy is and how you're helping so many people change their lives with your training and your knowledge? Um, Sure. So working in the quantum fields is actually tapping into the infinite intelligence that already exists. And it's merging science and spirituality to understand that we have an infinite power within us that we can actually bring out to the world. And it's tapping into basically Christ consciousness and understanding the power that Christ had and and in merging the science and spirituality behind that and moving out, whether you believe in God or not, it's, it's, it's the energy and we're all energetic forms and we can actually manipulate our energy and have a different life and have a better version of ourselves that comes out. And it's a different chapter. It's a different book. It's a different energy because it's all frequency and it's working with the frequency of your biochemistry, with your neuroplasty and with the energies of the earth and the the universe. Can we talk a little bit more about that masculine and feminine energy? Because I love that so much and like what that means. And so I'm a female. Do I only have feminine energy or can you explain that to the audience? Again, we are all energy. We're 90% energy and energy moves in wave form or matter form form, right? And so when we're in the 3D, we're in matter form. And when we're in through the 5D and into Christ consciousness, that's waveform. And so the masculine and feminine energies, it's not sex. It's not, he's a man, he's a woman. It's truly just about understanding that within us, we have a balance of masculine and feminine energies. The masculine energy being, you know, the leader motivated, very giving energy, right? And the feminine is truly feminine, creative, it's intuitive, it's spiritual, it's life force energy that we receive, right? And so understanding that you have the balance, you have to balance the two, but there is also, um, you know, when you're in a relationship, there's a lot of, of give and take of the, of the balance of the masculine and feminine energies. And it's really important to understand that, um, the, you know, to understand what they are. Like it, the masculine is action, it's motivation, it's safety, it's structure, it's procedure, it's standing in their power and being very grounded. The feminine energy is actually very chaotic by nature. That's why we're so emotional, right? And so... It's such a beautiful energy, but it's it's much more chaotic than the masculine energy. And the the feminine energy is we we're, we receive, right? So it's the creative process. And we actually, it is the most powerful energy on the planet. We create life within the feminine energy. 
So when you understand that working with the two of them is this dance in the universe of, of balancing the energies, and it's so beautiful and so incredible. Um, and, you know, many times there's not the divine masculine and the divine feminine, there's the wounded masculine and the wounded feminine. And in relationships, a lot of the time that comes out and you're peeling away the layers, the wounded masculine looks like abuse or aggressiveness or like pushing their power on because it's, you know, it's power. And the wounded feminine looks like, you know, either the, the victim and or the very needy, needy, codependent woman. And so understanding again, that it's not a male, female energy, but a dynamic of energies that you're working with. So the man could have a wounded feminine energy? Yes. So it doesn't really matter whether you're male or female. It depends on your childhood trauma, right? And so I'm also an NLP trainer, as we said. And so the neural net pathways of your brain and the neuroplasty of your brain from zero to seven, your brain is so malleable, right? And so if somebody or something, if you had a trauma happen when you were a child, say, you know, your mother left or, or you had all these, these wounds around your father or whatever it may be, that is the wound that's actually going to come out into a relationship because that was your first love, right? So you learned how to love from that energy. And that's the energy that you actually have to heal and expand from to be in the divine feminine or the divine masculine energies. Do you have a, any like recommendation? Like if you or your spouse is kind of in that wounded zone, like how they can improve or how they can um, kind of, are you able to like turn it on or off or how does that work? Absolutely. Without question. Um, first of all, you have to do the inner work. It's a hundred percent important to understand that, um, you had, there's four different bodies that you work with when you do the inner work. And, you know, I'm, I've been a counselor and a therapist in the past and that's, that's fantastic and great. Most of the time in therapy, what you're doing is just kind of dumping and then you're staying in that energy. Right. And so there are four different energies in the energy, in the quantum field that you work with, and you have to work with all four to be in a, in a, in a positive light. So it's the physical body. Body, right? What are you putting into your physical body? Are you exercising? Are you getting the dopamine, the, the you know, the neural net pathways? Are you expanding the neural net pathways? Because what most don't understand, and I'm going to get a little scientific because that's my brain, but your, your prefrontal cortex actually shrinks as you get older. And so if you're not working on expanding your prefrontal cortex, what happens is that that wound just loops, right? And so in, in NLP, it's called looping where you're staying in that energy. Right. And so it's the physical it's the physical body of what like what I, I completely eat clean. I work out almost every single day. I take the opportunity to literally like work in my vessel because this is your vessel that you bring out to the world. And so it's so important to understand, you know, I even stopped all alcohol recently because it's what you're putting in and clouding in your vessel is not allowing God source universe to be in you through you. So it's your physical form. That's the first one. And understanding that our God force energy is the, is the baseline, right? So your birthright is abundant. You are supposed to be loved. You, you know, God loves you from a space that is beyond belief. And knowing that in your physical form is so important. That's why you have to take care of your physical body. The next is your mental body, right? And that is the neural net pathways and, and the neuroplasty of healing the inner child, going back and reparenting yourself as if you were the parent, right? You have three children. You wouldn't say to a three-year-old, get up, silly. You know, you're supposed to be walking or, or, or a one-year-old that's learning to walk. You're supposed to walk, get up, and, right? You, you have to be kind and gentle and go back and reparent that inner child that had basically PTSD since they were, you know, three or four years old. 
Going back, also understanding that your thoughts become patterns and your patterns become beliefs and your beliefs become reality. Meaning in the quantum fields, it's the electromagnetic fields, right? So your electro is your thought and your magnetic is your heightened sense of emotion. So when you understand that moves us into the, the next phase, merging the two, the emotional body is your guidance system right? So the contrast that you're feeling in, whether it's your relationship or your marriage or whatnot, it is the contrast that is in expansion. So your brain and your soul and your mind and your body is trying to expand, but your emotions are teaching you where you are. So if you're in fear or if you're in anger, you're in hurt, you're in sadness, guilt or shame, that's a heightened sense of emotion. So that's what producing into your reality. But what's actually happening is you're manifesting things with fear and anger and hurt and sadness. And behind that's always a core belief of I'm not worthy. I'm not good enough. I'm not safe, secure, and protected. I'm not lovable and not whole and complete. So that really is working in the emotional body and the mental body together is managing your thoughts because your thoughts are, are your, the, the first part of the electro. And then the magnetic is what you're pulling in towards you is the emotional body. So if you're in fear, you have to manage that fear, meditate, go for a walk. You have to, you know, whatever it is, but you have to do the deep inner work, right? That's the most important thing. The next is the energetic body and we're all energy and working with the chakra system. We have emotional hubs and we have an aura and we have a, an energetic space that's our own. What most don't understand in the energetic fields, Jill, is that they actually take on other people's energies. And so they're absorbing others' fears others anxiety and especially in relationships when you're intimate and you're you have this intertwined world you're accepting your your or receiving a lot of the time your husband's or your wife's um, energy and it's not even yours right you're expanding together so relationships in general are the greatest teacher for expansion because our soul is here for two reasons to experience and expand and it's God in us through us. And we're supposed to bring that out to the world when we're living at lower vibrations, like we said, of fear, anger, hurt, sadness. Those are not God in us, right? God won't come down to our vibration as when it's low. He'll only come up to our expansion as in, in the higher ones, love, enlightenment, joy, bliss, right? So you have to move through the emotional scale to get to the energetic scale and move your energy in that way. I know that was a lot, but <laughs> no, it's so good though. Yeah. I mean, I even feel like I'll get vulnerable for a second. Like if my husband's having like, you know, kind of a bad day, for instance, and I can, I look at him and I know I can tell, you know, there's this energy about him. Well, he goes to give me a hug and I can, I almost feel myself like, you know, kind of backing up because I can feel this kind of anxiousness and this, this energy, you know, that is there between us. Is there something you would recommend or like, how do you think, what would be something that could change? Would it be my energy I could change? Cause I'm perceiving this, this kind of negative energy or like a wounded masculine maybe energy? How should I approach this and what can he do as well? That's a, that's a great question. And I love that you're so curious to do the work because that's the first start, right? And so you have to have intention. You have to have intention to be at a higher vibration and a higher frequency, which you obviously do, right? And next I would stop and I would say, you know, is this yours? What are you, when he's coming home, what energy are you in? Are you in frustration? Are you in anger because you the, the kids were, you know, and so you have to understand that both of you have energies that you're dealing with before you come together as a couple. And when you come together as a couple, 
your entire intention is it can't always be bubbles and unicorns, but every time you come together, you should come in in frustration. So what are you doing before Mike gets home? And what is he doing in the car ride home? And are you prepping your brain? You're saying, oh my God, I'm so grateful. You know, filling your life with gratitude and filling your life with abundance of thoughts that are on a higher vibration and higher frequency before you see him. And you asked a very important question. And and yes, you can actually shift the energy within the relationship because there's no assertion. Big quantum concept here, but I'm going to, I trust that your audience will receive what they're supposed to, is that there, there's no assertion, meaning that Mike's not assert, asserting his energy onto you. What's going on within you is the version of Mike that's showing up when he comes home. I'm just that's okay. But the version of Mike that's showing up when he comes home is what's going on inside of you before he gets home. And same with him, right? Same with your kids, same with everything. So anything in your external world, whether it's Bob down the street or Mary at the grocery store or your husband or your kids, anything that's going on is a reflection of the internal world of what's going on inside of you. So again, going back to the electromagnetic fields, electro is the thought, a magnetic is a heightened sense of emotion. What's going on in your thoughts and your heightened sense of emotion? Are you heightened in fear or are you heightened in love? There is like a fear there, right? And basically for me, it would be more capturing that thought and capturing that emotion and then turning around, right? And being available to listen and to bring love instead of fear. Yes. And that's ex our entire purpose here on this planet is to transmute anything that is a lower vibration into being a higher vibration. That's it. Like if that is expansion. You just literally went through from creation to expansion, that, that whole process. And so it takes a, a huge amount of spiritual maturity to pause and say, how can I take accountability for this? As opposed to being in the victim and blaming your husband, your kids, the, you know, Bob down the street, whatever it may be, taking accountability and saying, I manage my energy. I manage my emotions. I manage my, you know, this happened to me when I was a child, but I'm not a victim. I absolutely was victimized because people do get victimized, but I don't want to remain in victim. So you do have to heal your inner wounds and you have to do the work, especially when in a long-term partnership, that is one of the things. Energy is fluid and it's constantly moving. And when it's not moving, it's in contracted energy, not expansion. I just love that so much. I feel like from the moment I met you like a few months ago, I could just feel your love and your passion for what you do. And I just think it's incredible. Sometimes I feel like there's something in our lives that has like brought up and fueled that passion. Do you mind going back with us today? It, like in kind of letting us jump on your journey and see how you got to this. Like, cause what you do is just so amazing and what you're doing for people's lives is incredible. I believe that I had to go through the dark to get to the light, right? I had, um, you know, the, the old story, the old character that is no longer me. And I want to make that clear before I start, because it's very, very important to understand. You don't identify with your past in the same way you do when you're in a spiritual healed place, right? So, so you can create a new story and a new book, but you can reference the old book book as for a reference, not as for your pain, right? And that's how you could tell if someone's in their pain or if they've healed, is that if they're looking at it as a memory or if they're looking at it as it's still actually happening and they're reliving it over and over again. So I will tell you a quick story. Um, you know, 
my, my, you know, I, my dad was an, a, an abusive alcoholic. And um, so and I was sexually abused when I was six years old. It was a very traumatic thing for me. My grandparents were my heroes. Uh, I We moved in with them very shortly after all of the chaos. And then my grandfather, who was my hero, the divine masculine, my grandfather and my grandmother had divine love. They they were soulmates. They, they were, you know, it was beautiful, beautiful love. So I had the toxicity of my parents' relationship. And then I had the beautiful soulmate enlightened love on the other side. But my grandfather actually died of cancer in my arms when I was 15 years old. So it was a journey of understanding emotions. So very quickly, I became the nurturer and the healer for everybody else. And I gave up who I was to take care of everybody else. I I became the caretaker in my family. And what I went on this journey then is I did everything right. I went to grad school and and became a counselor, a licensed therapist, and and did everything right. I I I thought I married the right person. and, and, And then all of a sudden, it was like, you know, I was in a six figure job, I was married, and and I had all the space in, where I thought that I was doing what I was supposed to be doing. And I got punched in the face and a desk thrown at me because I was the therapist in the school, I worked with emotionally disturbed kids. And it was just, Jill, it was like this awakening, literally where it was like this awakening, because I went to become a counselor, because um, my childhood, right? Yeah, you were almost like trying to heal that wounded girl by doing what you were doing. Literally. And and so for a moment, I just want to talk about this pocket of zone of excellence. I was an excellent therapist, counselor, and I did really, really well. I was making six figures right out of grad school, but my zone of genius was then from there, I was always pulled like, oh, hey, hey, you need to learn about the the neural pathways of the brain and the biochemistry. And, and, And so from there... I went and became the NLP master trainer I learned about your subconscious belief systems, not just in the psychology realm, but also understanding how you can actually literally collapse time and space and you can mind hack and you can not be in a space of old toxic thoughts. And from that space, I went on a spiritual journey and I've always been spiritual my whole life, but it was this beautiful gift of understanding the quantum. And then that's where I become a, became a quantum energy trainer because I, I, I went back to school and I learned about all of this stuff that I went to 14 years of grad school and, and I didn't learn, right? But this, it was my zone of genius was being called in my soul, right? And so the quantum is something that I could literally speak with, with my eyes closed on any stage, anywhere, because I understand it and I knew it and I, and I just learned it like that. And then I got called even further and, and my spiritual journey was like, no, you, you have to learn spirituality more. And so I went on a shaman journey and I, I learned how to be a shaman and, and tied it all in. And so that's where I learned- wow. Christ consciousness, right? You, you. That's where we get to take the red pill, not the blue pill, in the matrix, right? And and that's where we get to understand the power of our mind body connection, and that we actually do co-create our reality. And it was amazing. Yes. It was just like a light bulb went off, and it, Jill, when I tell you, it was like this is my calling. This is where I'm supposed to go. And then from there, the skies opened because, like, I got a TV show. Mm-hmm. I, I got my own business that's thriving, and, um. I'm an adrenaline junkie, you know, right? And so I, you know, I <laughs> used fear as a motivator, not a debilitator. And that's what I was doing in the quantum and the NLP. But then what happened was God told me, no, 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 I love to travel. I love to, I, I use fear as a motivator and I jump off cliffs, right? So I took 
the jumping off of cliffs and traveling. And what I do now is I literally do adventure therapy. And in adventure therapy, we work in the quantum fields, but we're out in like nature, using nature as a tool to use your fear as a motivator. And we get you activated with that adrenaline. We manifest the life of your dreams behind it. So it's it's so powerful and so fun because you're activating you're literally your near net pathways are open as and because the adrenaline is like shot to your brain and the fear has no chance at all like literally so i am like super excited to jump on board on this because i am a, obviously an adrenaline junkie too working in the trauma room <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's totally my go to well like i feel like i i'm good at like getting that fear and then using it for my own good almost right so, wow, that is really cool. So tell us when the next one is and what it entails. The next one we're coming up is in Hawaii and we're actually hiking the Nepali coast. We're going to rappel down a waterfall. We're going to fly helicopters through the islands and we are going to kayak and hike, like I said, kayak through through uh, Waialei Falls. And But what I do during those times is like right before we go whitewater rafting or if somebody has fear of heights or something like that, before we go up in the helicopter, we're doing doing the inner work before we go up and face their actual fear. And the Nepali coast is one of the biggest hikes in the world. And, and so you're hiking up a huge mountain and, and many people have fear of heights or whatever. A lot of people like us that are adrenaline junkies don't have very much fear. But what we do is we take what's going on in the fear of intimacy or fear of relationship or whatever it is. Like we could jump off a cliff and be totally okay, but can we be the same in love as jumping off a cliff, right? Right? Yeah. How do you connect that? In your brain, you don't know the difference, right? Um, it's not safe for me to love or it's not safe for me to jump off this cliff. And that's what we do. We That's what adventure is. And do we have dates for that yet? And is it January? Uh, January 11th through the 15th in it's Hawaii. I'm super excited. It, it's, it's Kauai. That is so good. So good. And how do you, can you like, do you re- have to register? Yeah. You can go to noelagape.com and um, it's, everything is there. You know, all my retreats are all there. If they're masterminds and what we do is we work on breaking you through every upper limit that you have while you're doing that. And so it's truly, truly understanding that you, we work with the mental body, the physical body, the emotional body, and the energetic body in an incredible, beautiful resort doing insane adventures around the world. And then we also work on your business. We work on your finances and we, we bring incredible thought leaders that are visionary leaders that I know and we bring them in and we change your business. We change your thoughts around money. And we, so it's, it's really a holistic approach of everything, breaking through mm-hmm. every upper limit you have. And I promise you this, Jill, that every person in 20 years that I've been doing this that works with me, like they the skyrocket. I mean, it is quantum leaps. When I tell you quantum, it's quantum leaps, literally. No, I believe you. I cannot wait to go myself, honestly. I love too, like the separation that you share, like with the the mind, the different bodies you talk about, right? Because I feel like, you know, even like the brain, right? The brain is an organ and then there's the mind, right? And like our mind, you know, although you can't like hold it in your hand, our mind actually controls the organ in our body, our brain. And I feel like just like people, once they get that concept and they realize they get to actually control their brain and, you know, reconstruct their thoughts to be more positive and change that energy. I think that that is so huge. So I love how you just, you kind of break that up into different 
kind of energies or bodies? Well, your brain is a computer and your body is a machine. Your emotions are your guidance system and your energy is your life force. If you manage all four of those, you have your life dialed in. Yeah, that is so good. I just, I love what you do and I love your heart. That is so good. Talk about your TV show and what you're doing on there as well. So my TV show right now, it's going to change because I just signed with uh, a new company. And so uh, right now it's Merging Science and Spirituality. We talk about the quantum realms. We understand what the quantum is. We talk about Christ's consciousness and using the power of Christ to be the more powerful, most powerful version of you that you can be. And so it's called the Soul on Fire Show. My retreats are the Soul on Fire Retreats. But um, it, it truly is to activate your soul and set your soul on fire. And that's really why I'm here. I'm an activator, right? I see souls. I go in and I allow and I teach you tools, literally tools that you could use to walk away from me and I can clip your wings and you can be soaring on your own. The Soul on Fire show is a, a toolkit to truly just living the best life that you possibly can. So how can, if somebody's more interested in learning about like their own, you know, quantum fields, energy, how to improve their life, how can they like connect with you or learn more about it and what you do? They could, um, I'm all over the internet. So, um, noelagape.com. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I'm, I'm pretty, I'm, I'm everywhere. I'm on Apple TV. I'm on the Rooker channel, but it, I guess the best way would be noelagape.com and or Instagram. Um, that's where my biggest platforms are. If they want to learn how to work with quantum energy, I have a course online that they can actually just purchase online. And it's a six segment course that was taped as I was doing a live certification with my quantum certified practitioners, which I have. I do quantum, I certify people in, in that. And so it's a course that walks you through your journey of expansion and how to use the quantum fields to do that. Oh, that is awesome. <laughs> It is the best thing I've ever created other than my, my masterminds. <laughs> so. so let's say like somebody is kind of just a kind of, they're kind of in this low point and they're ready to kind of jump on board to growing themselves. What would you recommend they do first? Or is there something that you think would be a good place to start? Like going on that kind of growth journey. So one thing that I will say is the most important thing is I have five mentors. I have literally, I mean, I have five different people. I have a, a shaman that's above me, that's a spiritual guide. And then I have a business coach and then I have a media coach. And so the pocket of your life that you need, one, find a mentor. It is the most important thing. They have gone through everything that you have gone through. And it's a cheat code. It is a literally a cheat code because they've gone through everything, their experience. And make sure you get a mentor that's really doing well in the area that you want to be thriving in, right? And and that's why I have five different people because my business coach can help me with my spirituality, right? right? And, and so, so one, choose a mentor. Two, seek out help, right? If you're in a space that you don't know where to go, others can see a 360 view of you that you can't see. And that's one of the things, like I have, my people are my people. They know everything where I am completely authentic in every area of my life with them because they can come to me and say, hey, hey, Noel, you need to, you need to adjust here. I spent two and a half hours on a phone call with one of my, one of my best friends the other day. And she was like, I'm going to be real with you. You are wrong in this space. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> right. And so have people that have a 360 view, one, get a mentor, two, have a 360 view and three, invest in yourself. You and I both know that we would not be, nor would, you know, your husband's on a really big platform as well. He wouldn't be where he is if you wouldn't. I, 
I have spent $750,000 along this journey to make a seven-figure business, to move my business now into eight figures, but to bring my voice, that's God's voice, out to the world. And one thing I want you to understand is that you're a worthy investment. You are so powerful. It is more. You are more powerful than you know. And even if you're not at a space where your your you know business is thriving in that sense, the investment is in you. It is not in the mentor. The investment is in you and in your business and understanding your worthiness because your gift is not my gift. And you have a voice and you have a gift that needs to come to the world. And if you're not doing that, that's a disservice to yourself, your family, and the world. And you have to bring that gift out to you because every single person has a gift. And if you're at a really, really low point, just seek out help. And there's a ton of stuff. Start meditating. Find what brings you joy. There's a ton of stuff on noelagape.com. I have free meditations, free activations that you could use as well. But seek help, I think. And and humble (laughs) yourself enough in that moment in time to know that there are people that care about you and want help, even if it's on YouTube, right? No, I totally agree. Thank you so much for sharing that. That was so deep and so needed. I feel like to we need to get vulnerable and sometimes love doesn't look like agreeing with our friend on everything they say. Sometimes love looks like telling the truth and being there for your friend on the way. So that is so powerful. Well, thank you, Noelle, for joining us. You're welcome. I was going to say one last thing is community because who you, who you surround yourself with is absolutely who your energy is going to become. Yeah. You know what my husband always says, and I think, I don't know where he got it, but I, I think it's very true. Show me the five people you surround yourself with the most, and I'll tell you your future, you know, and I think that's huge. Amen. I will tell you this along the journey, the more that I grew, there were people that left my life. And this is one of the hardest things to accept is that when you expand and others don't, it's not your job to heal them or it's not your job to have them come with you. What is your job to be the best version of you? And some people will like that, but they will, others will try to keep you safe because they're really comfortable with you where you were in the old character. That is so true. Right? If yes. you look at your five core people, my five core people are amazing knocking it out of the park and they they actually get right with me when I'm not right with me. At different points in people's lives, they jump on that journey and take the steering wheel, right? But you can't like just drive the car for them. It's their car. They have to get in the steering wheel and take the lead, you know? So I think that's so important. Yeah. Oh man. Well, thank you so much. This is so good and so needed. And I'm just so grateful for you to be on here today. I love you so much. And I'm here to support you on any part of your journey. I'm super, super proud of you. I know that you are bringing God's voice to it through you to the world on top of, you know, what you do in the ER, which is, you know, an earth angel, but really, truly now, now you get to be an earth angel, not only in your job, but also this is part of your job is bringing God's voice through you. Right. So thank you for doing that. Thank you so much. You are so sweet. <laughs> All right, Noel, we were going to have you back, I feel like, in the future. Would you be willing of to course, do that? Of course. I will. Any, anything that you and Mike are doing, I'm on board. Anything. Anything. Aw, we love you so much. <laughs> All right. Well, have a good day. Thanks for having me on. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Life Without Secrets. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show, and we greatly appreciate it. Once again, thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you in the next episode.